Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. What's up, Buttercup? I want to share some of my takeaways from Casey Davis's book, How to Keep House While Cleaning. How? What? <laughs> no, it's called How to Keep House While Drowning. Because, you know, if you're cleaning, obviously you're already keeping the house. Anyway, I wish I would have had this book when my baby was born, actually like before she was born, so that I could have had this mindset shift because it is so freeing and so life-giving and I hope that some of these perspective shifts really set you free, especially if you're going through a difficult season. So one of the first things that Casey talks about all the time is not calling chores chores, but calling them care tasks because chores sounds negative And they're also never-ending, which can be really, really hard if you're neurodivergent to have to do the same mundane things every single day. Um, But when we shift the focus to caring for ourselves and doing those things to care for ourselves because it's a a care task rather than a chore that we're obligated to do, that can make it A, easier to actually do the thing, and B, it just gives it a more positive point of view. Alongside that is also um, remembering that all of these care tasks are morally neutral. Like if you have a sink full of dishes, you are not a bad person. And I know that that can sound like duh at first, but tell me if you've never had a spiral similar to this where like maybe you've been in a bout of depression and you haven't showered in like three days four days a week whatever it doesn't really matter or you haven't brushed your teeth and you're like oh my god I should really do x I am so disgusting I can't believe I didn't do that I am like not even an adult how am I caring for these children why am I even like what what is going on and you just spiral and you go from I didn't brush my teeth because I'm having a hard time to I'm disgusting and unworthy and that's just not true And so looking at all of these things that we do to care for ourselves and care for our home as morally neutral and looking at it for what it actually is. It's just a sink full of dishes. It's just some unbrushed teeth. And then moving forward without all of the shame and guilt that you're putting on yourself. To go along with that, she also talks about when our capacity is minimized some things just need to go so this one was really it made me feel really forgiven for something that happened during my postpartum time I never bought paper plates or bowls or like plastic utensils or anything because we were environmentally friendly we compost and we recycle well we don't recycle anymore because they don't offer in our area but for a while I was literally driving my recyclables places 
Um, so I was not going to use single use plates and utensils and whatever. And a family friend of mine who had already had babies didn't even ask me what I needed, what I wanted. She just mailed me some compostable utensils and plates. And it was so nice. And the fact that they were compostable made me feel less bad about using them and not having to worry about my sink full of dishes and just be able to eat a meal without having to clean a plate was so helpful. And I wish that I would have realized that I could have just bought those for myself a lot sooner because there was a week where we literally did not have a single dish clean. I would have to clean one for us to eat. My husband has a neck injury and during this time he literally couldn't do anything without excruciating pain. So he couldn't do any of that. And so I called my best friend. This was like three days after my child was born and I was like, we have literally no dishes clean. Like I've used every single one. Can you please come and do some dishes? And she did. And I just wish that I would have given myself permission to use paper plates and utensils at that time because if you can't even take care of yourself in that moment, your small environmental impact of using some throwaway stuff is really not that big of a deal. Like if you're really struggling right now, you need to focus in on what is going to give you the most bang for your buck. What is a non-negotiable? What is going to make it easier for you to function tomorrow? Not trying to do all the things all the time when you are barely even keeping up with like daily life because you're going through a hard time. It's okay to lower the bar. It's okay. Along with that, your house is supposed to be functional. It's supposed to serve you. You're not supposed to be serving your home all the time. And just because something is functional doesn't mean that's going to be aesthetically pleasing. It doesn't mean it's going to be the most obvious way of doing things. There was a season after my baby was born where we just lived out of a clean pile of clothes right outside the dryer. We had clean clothes. They were not getting put away and that's fine. The clothes were clean and that's the most important thing. And sometimes you just need to look at what you need in order to function and let the rest of it go. Something that Casey talks about is when she has an entire sink full of dishes, rather than just starting to clean them or just starting to load them into the dishwasher or whatever, she organizes them first and groups them together because A, this gives your brain a little dopamine hit. It feels good to organize something and B, it gives you an empty sink. And sometimes just having an empty sink makes it a lot easier to do whatever you need to do. Or it makes it feel a little bit cleaner. And maybe it's not the most logical to someone else. But if it's working for you and that's your best way of functioning, then do what you need to do to function. Stop trying to fit into some sort of little pretty Instagram box that isn't serving you. Something that's not in the book, though, that I want to talk about is I think a lot of us overcomplicate cleaning. We think that we have to have all these different cleaners for all these different things. You really don't. You need hydrogen peroxide. They even sell it in a spray bottle. And you need some vinegar. And that's honestly it. Use hydrogen peroxide for any time you want to like actually sanitize something and you let it sit for at least 10 minutes. They even use this stuff in the hospitals. It's, it's legit. And then you can use vinegar to clean windows, clean mirrors, just wipe down countertops. You can use it to clean your fruit. I actually like baking soda with water more. 
Um, baking soda is also really helpful. You can mix it up with a little bit of dish soap if you need to like really scrub something out. It's great for cleaning your sink. And those, what, three items, four items? I mean, dish soap, you're already going to have. Most people also already have baking soda and vinegar because they know that it's helpful for cleaning or because of food or whatever. And then hydrogen peroxide. You don't need a window cleaner and a counter cleaner and an all-purpose cleaner and a kitchen cleaner and a bathroom cleaner and a shower cleaner. You don't need all of that. You're overcomplicating it and stressing yourself out. Trust me, give it a try, see how it goes. I think it will make it all a lot more doable for you. The last thing that I want to talk about from her book right now is that sometimes you have to give yourself a gateway to actually doing the thing. I know that a lot of people listening struggle with motivation. I've heard you guys ask me about it over and over again. And I struggle with it too sometimes. So she uses the analogy of like an on-ramp. The point of an on-ramp is to give you a chance to speed up until you're at full speed to join the highway. So if you need to go do the dishes because you don't have any clean at all and they like legit need to get done but you have no motivation and you're sitting down, turn on some music and start by just wiggling your toes. And once you're wiggling your toes, then maybe throw in your legs completely and then your arms and do a little chair dance and then stand up and do a little bit of a dance. And then by the time you're up and already moving, go do dishes for five minutes. If five minutes does not seem doable, do it for one or three. Whatever does not make you go, it, no. It can be as short as literally one minute. You can clean at least one dish in one minute and have a bowl for a meal right there. Also, unloading the dishwasher only takes like four minutes, maybe five. And so doing those things, like when we don't want to do something and we feel overwhelmed, we feel like they're all going to take so much longer than they actually are. So giving yourself permission to just do it for three minutes or five minutes. And then after that, you can stop if you want to reduces that shame. It reduces that guilt. It makes it doable. It gives you a little hit of dopamine when you hit that three minute or five minute mark. And then you're like, okay. And you feel good and you feel accomplished. And then maybe you'll add in a little bit more time. Maybe you'll keep going. Maybe you'll go until the sink is empty. It's really up to you and how you're feeling in that moment. But either way, you've gotten at least one dish clean. You feel accomplished for what you've done and you've reduced the the shame and the guilt that is attached to these care tasks because we're making it morally neutral. So I hope that this episode freed you in some way. I would love if you'd send me a DM and tell me which of these tips was like the most mind-blowing for you, which perspective shift is something that you really needed to hear because this book was so, so helpful for me. Um, Also, if you want to listen to it, I don't know if they have the readable one too. They probably do, but, um, the app scribed S C R I B D has audiobooks and eBooks available for instant download. And I believe their free trial is a full month. I don't have a link or anything. I'm not affiliated in any way, shape or form. I, um, used the free trial and then I ended up keeping it for another month that I paid for because I'm in the middle of like five books. Imagine that. Um, but the audiobook version on there is only like two hours long. And then if you two hours somewhere, it's definitely less than three. And if you 
turn your speed up to like 1.25 or one and a half. Like you can get that done in an afternoon, you know? Um, and honestly, you don't need to do the whole thing in an afternoon. I think it would be a lot, but if you wanted to like listen to the entire thing, just to get it all in your brain and then go back and listen or read each chapter as you go, that book was so, so, so helpful for me. And I actually read it the first time I read the ebook version and, um, I really like it because she makes it so easy to read. I think the longest chapter was literally three pages. Um, It's super actionable, short to the point at the end of each chapter. She also like recaps the main point. And so it's just very accessible. Um, So I just wanted to share that with you in case you want to get your hands on it like right away. The app is free to download. The trial, I think, is for a full month that's free. If it's not a full month, it's at least two weeks. Um, and then after that, I think it's $6.99, $7.99 a month. It might be $9.99 a month. Um, I'm not planning on keeping it long term, but I figure for a month or two or three to get through some of these books I have, um, it's a good deal. And you can download the book so that you don't have to stream it over your data when you're out and about. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I hope that this helped you and I'd love to hear what really hit home for you. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to have been part of your day. If you love this episode, would you please consider sharing it on your Instagram stories and tagging me? This way I know what you're loving and what to make more of. I'll see you next week. Bye.